This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast, where we talk with people who in some way, shape, or form have been influenced by the outdoors. I'm Andy, the producer of this podcast, and my lovely wife, Sarah, will be your host. Together, we make up Hiking Through Life. This podcast is all about bringing all kinds of people who are inspired by the outdoors and sharing their stories. We hope that by sharing people's stories, it inspires others to get out and live a more meaningful life. Tune in every week for new episodes, or better yet, subscribe to the Hiking Through Life podcast on your favorite podcast provider. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others. Also, if you have a story to share or know of anyone who might be interested in being a guest on this podcast, head on over to hikingthroughlife.net slash podcast and get in touch with us. Now sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast. When you enter the world of parenting, hiking, or any hobby for that matter, will look a little bit different. It's key during the early childhood stages that you introduce your children to your passions and your world and adapt the passions to be fit for you and your little ones. This is exactly what Stephanie and Barbara of Backpacking Moms are doing. Barbara is from Italy and Stephanie is from Switzerland. And together, they have three things in common, the mountains, a child, and a partner who prefer to do something else besides hiking. We're really excited to be joined by Stephanie and Barbara today on the podcast. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. I love so much how your website says um, that when you do have children, it's not a sacrifice in your world, but rather adapting it them to your world. I just like that stood out to me so, so much. And it's clear that that's such a passion for both of you and what you're doing. But before we dive into any of that, let's, let's talk about your backgrounds. So um, Stephanie, where did you grow up? And what are some of your earliest memories of being outdoors? Uh, yeah, uh, so as you said, uh, I'm from Switzerland. I grew up in, um, I would say, a small city, Lausanne, on the Geneva Lake. It's about 140,000 inhabitants. So, um, yes, I will say I'm a, I'm a city girl, definitely. Uh, but I have the perfect view uh, to the French Alps and uh, partly of, uh, on the Mont Blanc. I think uh, I, I fell in love to the mountains because of my grandparents. Um, my grandparents live, uh, they live in Austria uh, next to the Dolomites. And so um, I was hiking uh, in the mountains during my holidays, actually. So in the normal life, I was in the city, I went to school and so on. But uh, we were not used to go to the mountain each weekend, for example. And so I, I would say, uh, yes, my activities in the mountains, hiking, uh, going outdoor, uh, was concentrated in, in, in my, during my holidays. 
and <laughs> I asked my mother <laughs> today uh, when I um, I wanted to know when I was um, when they started to hike with me as chef, and she said, "Yeah, you 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 make your first summit with uh, five years." So I was five years old, and I was saying, "Hey, impossible! I can't imagine to 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 go on the top of a mountain with five years old." But she said, "Yeah, no, you did it uh, because you was too heavy to carry." So <laughs> she reminded because she was actually pregnant. But this information, I get this information only today, so it was really really funny. <laughs> so she was pregnant and hiking up a mountain with a five-year-old. Yeah, but not alone. So my grandparents were were, to, were with her, but I didn't knew it. So I was thinking, oh, I'm the first girl hiking with my baby. No, <laughs> in fact, my yeah, uh, and yeah, it was funny because I I was um, b- before I became my first uh, boy, I I went uh, for a hike for five days alone because when I, I, I when I, I get the information I'm pregnant, I was like a kind of bit afraid, you know, just to 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 have to give up so much and and concentrate just on motherhood. And so I told to my my friend, uh, I have to go in the mountains now. It's the right time. So I went five days pregnant in the mountains. It's what like I, I don't know how to say pilgrim, a pilgrim, pilgrim. So it was pilgrimage. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it sounds like it's been a part of your life since a really young age. And I always love hearing that for people because I just think when those experiences are introduced at an early age, it impacts you for the rest of your life. Definitely. And how about for you, Barbara? Um, a bit same as Stephanie. So I was born and raised in Rome in Italy. So you can imagine it's a big city and there is not much outdoor out there. Uh, but my mother was from Trentino. This is a region in the Alps in North Italy. Um, and my grandma still lived there. So every summer we went up there to visit her and uh, we always went hiking. My dad uh, served in the military in the Alpine group, which is a group specialized to be in the mountains. So I guess he felt very comfortable to go with me and my brother, even though we were very young. I don't remember like the first hikes. I just remember having this little traditional uh, cooked wall hat. And uh, every time we went to a refugio, which is the mountain hat that we have in the mountains, um, my parents would buy me a pin and I could put this pin in this wooden, in this hat that I was wearing. I was definitely before um, before school time, so before six years old. And I have this strong memory of having this hat with my pin that I gained by hiking to the refugio. So I guess that's how it started for me. So both of you were so, so young. And I mean, for from hearing that Stephanie just learned today that her mom was doing this too, is so cool too, that it's just like part of your family's history in a way. That's really, really cool. And really neat to hear that your dad, Barbara, was just taking you guys out in the mountains at such a young age too. 
and collecting pins. We do that too. We collect pins and patches here in Minnesota for hiking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big motivation, especially if you're a little kid. <laughs> That's Even all it when matters. You're, when you're an adult, it's a motivation too. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I, I can't remember uh, either when uh, uh, on my first hikes, but I was uh, thinking about collecting, and my my memories are uh, not uh, collecting pins, but collecting raspberry or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes, foraging for wild fruits and plants. Yeah, yeah. So I think we remember all these uh, hikes when they are linked with something special, uh, special emotion or something you, you see the first time. Um, uh, it's funny, I was thinking about the story when my grandpa, I went when, once with my grandpa to a summit and uh, when we arrived on the top of the mountain, there was very bad weather and uh, very windy. And I can remember my grandpa tied me up to the cross on the summit with a rope, so so I, I to keep me safe. And these are so little things that I can remember. But the hike itself, no, I can't say. I can't tell you. I can't tell you which hike it was. But this special moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those stick out to you very much so. And yeah, my my grandparents were a big part of my outdoor life too. It's really neat how it passes from generation to generation. So each of you has a partner who doesn't like hiking. Is this correct? So yes, my my boyfriend, he really loves climbing. He's a big climber. But this is something interesting I really should mention. Um, before having the baby, I will go hiking by myself and my partner will just go climbing. Um, and then while I was pregnant, that's when we started with the backpacking moms. Uh, Stephanie already had her first child. Um, and I think my partner saw how important hiking was for me that incredibly he, start, he started hiking with me now. So it's very, it's very nice. Since I had the baby and since I started the backpacking months, my partner actually started following me, following the baby. <laughs> That's really cool though, that before you guys, before you had the baby, each of you had your own passion that you allowed each other to just be do. And that was probably really what made you guys feel like coming alive. It's so cool that you just went with your own passions and didn't necessarily stop them because of each other. How about you, Stephanie? Your partner's not intuitive either? Um, no, I would say he, he comes with me sometimes, but I would say he won't go to hike each weekend. So uh, maybe I have to put a little bit more energy to convince him to come with me. But once we are on the way uh, on the, on the, in the mountain and so on, he's very happy. So I, I, I can't say he doesn't like, but... He needs a little bit more, a push, you know, I have to push him a little bit. <laughs> yes. You guys are and the, the leaders in the backpacking <laughs> for your partners. Yes, but that's okay. I think uh, each human has his passion, passion and it's interesting to share it 
sometimes and sometimes not. Sometimes I need to to be also alone on my own and and to be in a, a, in another spirit. I I think this is a bit also the idea of backpacking moms. Um, about we we wanted to find a way to hike without our partners, even though we had the extra weight, because I didn't want my partner to have to sacrifice, you know, because, okay, now he needs to come with me, otherwise I cannot go. I didn't want to put him, you know, with the shoulder against the wall. It's like, I'm not gonna be happy because I can't go hiking anymore. So I wanted to find a way um, that I wouldn't, I will still give him his space, his weekends to go rock climbing and so forth. And, and we found a very nice equilibrium now. Uh, so sometimes we go hiking and sometimes we just go climbing. And, uh, <laughs> it, it's actually great. <laughs> yeah, I think it, this is a, a, an important point, yes, that we don't want to say, okay, only moms should go hiking. Huh? Uh, it's not the aim of backpacking mom. It's, we are. Uh, we want to to share something and um, to show it's it's possible to do it also on your own. But it doesn't mean you don't have you you don't have to to go hiking with your partner. <laughs> so it's just to give the the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Giving the that opening up your eyes and you guys are really empowering parents to get out there and do this on their own is what it seems like yeah yeah exactly it was an empowering uh situation for for us for me to go uh hiking with my baby and i want to share it because as i said before i was a city girl um i grew up in a mentality uh, everybody was telling me when you have a baby you need to stay home forget about the mountains and for me, that was an identity crisis. It's like, oh my God, I'm becoming a mom. Now I have to give up all of this. And uh, I, I realized it doesn't have to be that way. You are still able to go out and enjoy yourself. Um, you just have to adapt to the new situation and find a way in which you can do it safely, first of all, because you have a baby, and to do it in a way in which the baby also enjoys it. If the baby enjoys it, then he will come again and it's just gonna be great. Yeah, it does seem like there's this stigma and there's a judgment around people who bring their young children outdoors. And when you guys are outdoors, do you ever have people looking at you and kind of wondering, what are you doing with your children out here? Do you ever get reactions like that? Yeah, so I, I can say for my part, um, so you you have really positive reaction because you are you are with kids so kids are uh, always a positive have a positive uh, I don't know how to say but the people are reacting positively I say in the mountain because when you are hiking a hike, hiking person you have a, a kind of special spirit and you you usually open for for this I think. Uh, but anyway, uh, what's the funniest is when you meet someone with another baby or another kid, you, you, you have this look, you know, so, wow, you're doing the same. Yeah, just, yes, it's, it's giving me each time much, much more power to see other people. And it's, it's like a, a special connection. And Barbara, how about you? Um, I also had a lot of 
incredibly positive experience. Uh, of course, people look at you, they, they don't say anything. <laughs> um, but you can see they're puzzled, but then they see the babies relax, you're relaxed, uh, and they're, they're like, yes, this is great. So we, we just came back actually from a month, we were down in New Zealand uh, backpacking there. And um, I really like spending the nights out in huts and um, in New Zealand tramping, it's very common. I was amazed how everybody was welcoming in the huts and um, they start telling us the stories of the first time when they went out hiking with their kids. So it was a very nice moment uh, to get all together. And when you were in New Zealand, was this with your partner and your child? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, we, we should probably specify. So my baby is 21 months old now, just to give an idea. Um, so he's a to toddler. Uh, we went, for example, we went to New Zealand um, when he was eight months old the first time. So still an infant that I had to carry all the time. And at this time he was just walking around and it was fun. Oh yeah, that's a really fun age. And Stephanie, you have two children, right? Yeah, I have two little boys. So the, the first one is uh, three and a half years old now. And uh, the second one is uh, now 10 months old. So it's a, it's a new challenge, uh, of course, for me, because now it's going to be the first season I'm going to hike for real with two kids. But no, sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. Last year we did a, a hike with Barbara. <laughs> And uh, uh, I think uh, my youngest one was um, two or three months old. Yeah, yeah. So we went already once hiking together with both ch children. Yeah, it's, it's but I, I have to say it's a new challenge. So I'm, I'm very, very curious to see how it's going to work now when we start hiking again now. Uh, with the good weather. <laughs> yeah, well, and a three and a half year old definitely is at that stage where they, they want to do everything on their own. <laughs> yes, I'm very curious because yes, they want to do everything on their own, but they have, they want to have the same things that uh, as the brothers. So maybe it's going to be a, 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 a yes it's going to be a new challenge i think uh, and um but i think these are challenge we are already having at home and um as i i told to Bar barbara it's uh, uh it's i i felt more difficult to stay in the flats at home with both kids than outside huh? and barbara told me the same huh? you shouldn't be afraid to go out because it's already challenging at home. <laughs> I think it's, it's a bit easier outside. I don't know, because maybe the kids feel, okay, this is real life. There are, there are real problems and not only, oh, my toy is broken or something like that. So uh, I think they are participating much more, even if they are small kids. Absolutely. They have a huge open space to explore and no, no distractions of being indoors. I'm reading a really great book right now about a mom who raised her. She's from um, 
Scandinavian countries and she wrote a book about how kids just need to be outdoors and she was trying to raise her children in the USA but was really (laughs) struggling with the fact that here in the USA there's not a huge emphasis on outdoor play in a lot of schools and it's you sit down and you learn and you sit at your desk and this book just has a lot of research and great knowledge that she shares. And now she moved back to her home country <laughs> to raise her children. But I, I read I read that book last month. Did it's you? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I love it. There's no it's such thing good. as bad weather. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> yes, I love it. I'm in the middle of it right now. And um, I'm going to talk to her on this podcast as well. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Oh my God. You should say hi from Backpacking Months. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> she yeah. inspired me a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. reading her stuff. And um, yeah, I'm not a mom yet, but I, I am pregnant. <laughs> so, congratulations. congratulations. Yes. Thank you. So I'm I'm trying to work through all of this in my mind and listening to you guys. Yeah. Like, just like learning about how um when you find out you're pregnant you just like your whole life is changing (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's not it's not like in the film you you're seeing in in the television it's like you're okay now something's going to change and it's not wow yeah (laughs) i'm sorry but I, i i that's that's me. I, I'm telling the truth. I was I was not uh, running in the uh, at home and say, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a kid. It was like a surprise for me. So it was a, a different, yeah. And so you have to grow up in this new uh, um, uh, role, role. Yeah, yeah, a total new role. Yeah, I absolutely was like going through for the first month that I found out I was just going through this crisis of oh my gosh my life is gonna change it's gonna be great now it's gonna be great it's going to be great it will it's it can be enjoy each time each day it's wonderful yeah it's hard but wonderful yes but you're happy yeah I was so excited when I came across (laughs) across your guys's site I was like you guys are going to be a wonderful connection I can be your connection in the USA <laughs> yay yeah well, let's plan uh, um hikes together <laughs> yes 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 but I was surprised uh, when you told me uh when you told now about the situation outdoor situation in the U.S. because in our country, so I can speak about now Austria because I'm living in Austria now. Um, we have a lot of possibilities to to have a outdoor life. I think huh? we have um, like Alpine Club. They are doing a lot for kids, and um, now I I register my biggest son in the kindergarten for next year. It's uh, the Wald Kindergarten. This this means the forest kindergarten. But um, the point is that the kids are all the day outside. So when the weather is not too bad, they even eating outside. So they are all the time outside and playing uh, to the river or looking for 
animals, I don't know everything. So, so I think we have a great, we have here great opportunities to, to bring the kids, even if they are not uh, staying um, with us, with the parents. Uh, yes, to bring them uh, in, the, in the nature. Yes, and there are outdoor schools here in the USA. They're becoming more popular year by year, but they're still not the the normal. The norm, yeah. Yeah, and how about in Italy, Barbara, for preschool? Um, they started the forest uh, kindergarten as well. But then, uh, of course, it depends a lot from the region. Like in Rome, it's a bit harder to find, you know, uh, outdoor school of course in the Alps is very common I know I know a few people that uh, are attending to the forest kindergarten and I think it also uh, depends a lot from the parents if the parents are motivated to keep their kids out they're gonna find a way you know boy scouts or um, yeah forest kindergarten yes yes when I was in Italy I went there and I taught English in a middle school um, but I, so I never worked in a preschool, but we did have the opportunity to go with the middle schoolers and go hiking somewhere. I don't remember the name of it, but it was just a wonderful opportunity to be outside and teaching them and just be immersed in the mountains with them. So how did you two, um, meet? Have you been friends for a long time or what's your connection? Yeah, um, we we met uh, the first time uh, uh, at work. <laughs> so we were both uh, working for a European project. This was called Silmas uh, Project. It was um, a project uh, looking for um, lakes, sustainability for lakes in the Alp region. And so... Um, yeah, Barbara was uh, a leader as, uh, at the scientific level, and uh, I was um, working in the communication, so I mean the, the project management. And so we met uh, a few times uh, in the year uh, during meetings, so we, we traveled a, a little bit together. This was the, the, the first first time we, we met. And was this before, um, before either of you had any children? Oh, yes, much before. Uh, this was maybe tiny, no, uh, 2000 well, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, so ten, 10 years ago, I moved back to Italy. And um, yeah, I started working on this European project. And it was easy to meet with Stephanie during the working package meetings. So this was a long time before we were married or yeah, we even have the photo about kids. We had dogs already at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, it was this about is hiking rude. with dogs at that time. <laughs> How yeah. do we do that? <laughs> so did you two go out and hike, hike with your dogs during that time? And is that where your friendship really formed? So the, the difficult things between me and Stefan is that, um, well, at the time I lived in, in Italy and Stefan lived in Austria. Now I'm living in Germany and she lives in Austria. So we are far apart. Um, so when we could meet for the working package meetings, um, 
then yes, we always spend some extra day here or there to go for a hike. But even now when we want to meet to go hiking, we have to make a plan ahead. It can just be spontaneous, you know. So it must be, okay, what about we take holiday this week in August and we go. <laughs> uh, we were planning to go in Norway this summer, but um, maybe we're just going to stay around the Austrian uh, Italian region with the coronavirus outbreak. So yeah, yeah, I think. let's hope, <laughs> let's hope we could do something. But yeah, we all have to wait to make further plans. Yeah, everyone's plans changed with the virus yeah. outbreak. Yeah. So how often do you two meet up with your children and hike then, would you say? Uh, we try to make it once a year. Um, well, definitely once a year. Uh, the reality is that, um, as I told you, my, my baby is 21 months old. Um, so as soon as I had a baby, when he, my baby was three months old, we went to Sardinia for a week. We had our first expedition there. Um, then uh, Stephanie was pregnant again. <laughs> so we had to wait until she had the second baby. <laughs> and then we went for another uh, little expedition in Austria. And now, yeah, now we wanted to go for our third expedition and hopefully border will be open because we also have this problem that borders are closed so we cannot even meet. We'll see. But uh, yeah, the idea is to go as much as we can. But also we were both working full time. So yeah, it's a matter of holidays. But I think we are, we are even if we are not together hiking each time uh, one is going to hike, uh, we just call, we just have a, a share, uh, we share like now video uh, call or something like that just to to speak about the hikes and yes, like there are something special. So we, we are, um, <laughs> Barbara said, we are still emotionally connected, I think, and uh, sharing our experience. And I think this is uh, the aim of Backpacking Mom this emotional connection and sustain each other yeah yeah staying connected and empowering one another and showing each other your experiences and your pictures that's a really neat connection that you share and do you guys have plans for backpacking moms to have other people joined in backpacking moms yet or at this point is it still just you two no definitely um we we would love people to join us. So we just started um, a Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group that you can uh, um, ask to join. And that will be a meeting point for moms. So if you have questions, if you need inspiration, or if you have a success story that you want to share, that will be the place to go. So th this is the first thing that is very important to keep us all together. Um, also, we have uh, an account on Instagram uh, where we just update our thoughts. We want to be a little bit of inspiration. Um, and then, of course, there is the website. The website summarizes what we find. Because um, when I was pregnant and I thought, okay, I want to go out with my baby, what, what do I have to do? I couldn't really find a website that explains all at once. I had to Google everything separately. Like, um, on my first hike uh, with my baby, we were 2,200 meters above sea level. And I was wondering, okay, is this too much for his lungs? Because, you know, he's just a newborn. And uh, all, all the questions that I had about going out with the baby, I had to find a different website. But I would have loved 
to find a place where I could just have written and get feedback. Yeah, so with the, with the website, we just put a concise, um, concisely we write down everything we find out, what other mothers suggest and so forth. I think it's a different situation in the US. Uh, when when I, I look at the pictures on Instagram and the groups, I think in the USA, you have a lot of groups, moms uh, that are uh, sharing hiking uh, uh, stories. And I was wondering, because I couldn't found in, in Europe so many connections, so many, yeah, uh, a platform where, where we can get all the information. Yeah, that's why, why we, we wanted Actually, we wanted to start with Backpacking Man and share this with uh, other people. Uh, we wanted, yes, to create a platform where, where the mother can meet and, yes, have a, like a guide, you know. Yeah, well, the, the message is, I think all mothers are heroes, really. Um, and they do meet challenges when this yeah. newborn <laughs> comes. And, uh, but there are tools to, to go over these challenges. And there are mothers that already went through the same problem. There are a lot of mothers are, out there that have found a way to go hiking. So we want to hear from them and we want to learn and, and see, okay, that this was a success story for this woman. She, he, she found a way to go hiking with her infant. Would it work for me too? Yeah, I mean, I think when you hear those stories of other people doing what you are doing, that's when, it, that's when you get motivation to keep going for it. But yeah, and going back to what Stephanie said, that that's very true that here in the USA, there are a handful of groups of moms that go out and hike with their children. There's this group called Hike It Baby that's really yeah. huge in the US. Is, yeah. is that started at all over in Europe yet? The, yes, yes. I, I saw actually there are different brands uh, there is a group not too far from here. It hasn't been active, and um, but uh, mainly I notice it's a lot of English-speaking people, of course, uh, joining in. Yeah, but it, it's taking slowly, but I think it starts working here too. And I think Hike It Baby, I they have all my admiration. They are doing great things. Yeah, yeah, yeah doing great. You should yeah. join. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I follow all of their stuff online. <laughs> I will join when the time comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So how about backpacking with children? What are, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've come across hiking with young children? So the first, the biggest challenge, um, I think, was self-confidence. So I was very scared. It's like I, you have this little, especially as a first time mom, you know, you, you don't really know how to interact with your baby. Is it too cold? Is it too hot? Um, so it's to gain the confidence to go in the outdoors. Um, also, you have to understand the baby's needs. Um, is he crying because he's hungry? Um, he's tired or I don't know, he needs to be changed. This, this is a challenge that we have as well, being at home. <laughs> um, but of course, being outside makes it a little bit trickier because if it's winter, for example, if you have to change his diapers, 
then you're very concerned. It's like, oh, I don't want them to get cold. And which goes back into confidence. You want to go out and be confident that everything is going to be okay and that you're both coming back happy and healthy. Also, not to be disappointed. Um, so maybe you plan a <laughs> hike uh, and you don't finish it um, because something happens. I but th this is part of adaptation. I learned pretty fast that the ending, the goal of me hiking with my baby is not going to a place. It's just enjoying being together outside. And uh, once you realize mm -hmm. that, every hike becomes the best hike ever. Yeah, I think this is an important point because um, as you maybe understood already, Backpacking Mom is not about the performance stuff. The most important is to, to be able to establish a an intensive bond with your children. Huh? As I, I told you before, it's a um, real situation outside. And, and so you are sharing very, very strong emotions. And this is really, this is, this is what makes life. That's what your children are going to remember, I think. And <laughs> I was laughing because Barbara said uh, a big challenge is also not to be disappointed. I was just looking to a video uh, we made when we went to Sardinia. We wanted to, <laughs> we planned a hike, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, as usual when we, we we went out of the car it started to rain um and so we we started the, the hike yeah cool uh, full of motivation and uh, always checking the time you know and uh, at the moment we said okay now we have to take a decision uh we, we, we just realized that we are not going to be able to reach uh, the point we want to, to, to reach. And, and uh, we had to stop the hike in the, in the middle, I think. And yes, and then we made a little video and I saw my video and I was thinking, oh my God, she looks so, so, so disappointed and I was just speaking about yeah we didn't make it and and so I realized myself I was just in this uh in this pattern you know this pattern human beings just always want to reach a, a, a goal and and so it's really a a, a work uh, I, uh, backpacking is a work on on ourselves to to think about what is really important yes so yeah, I, I was just laughing because it was my, my video. <laughs> yeah, and you guys said that going to Sardinia was a trip that you, you went on shortly when your ch children were still very young, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was three months old. And in Europe, we had already snow on the top of the mountains. So we said, okay, we want to do something but it was uh it was too difficult to stay in, in the in the alps uh so we said okay let's do something in sardinia in the south part so we are we we have a, a quite good weather actually it rained all the day we we, we stayed there but anyway uh we had a great time yeah. <laughs> um we also tried hiking with donkeys for a day in the south. We we were invited uh, by a, a company called the Donkey, and uh, 
they just took us out for um, Alpha Day. And that was also uh, an amazing experience. We wanted to see um, if hiking with donkeys would be easier because, you know, they can carry the weight. It, it was fun. Um, it was, yeah, it was easier, definitely. Um, and I have to say my son that now start talking, um, he's crazy for donkeys. And I always wonder, was that because of that experience? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> could have made a big impact on him. Well, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> oh, how cool. So the donkeys carried all of your, your backpacking gear. Uh, it, these are a very small breed, uh, local Sardinian donkeys. Uh, so they carried mainly the water and a little snack. Um, but we went for, so when we talk about hiking, we often go for two days or maybe trees. And so we have to take all the sleeping gear and the food and uh, that's a lot of weight. When you go for one day hike, it's much easier, of course. And um, in this case with the donkey, it was extremely easy because then they will take um, our food. Yeah, food weight is, oh, food weight's a lot. <laughs> it is, it is, it can be. <laughs> well, and on top of carrying a, a baby, I mean, that's so much more weight. Did you guys find that when you started hiking with your children, were you hiking at a much slower pace? <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, so I, I like going for long hikes, like two or three days with, with a baby. Um, yeah. First of all, you have to um, you have to move the babies. He cannot be sitting in the backpack the whole time. I guess he just gets very sorry. It must be so uncomfortable. And so what I way that I found was um, I carry the baby in the backpack for a bit. And then I carry him in the kangaroo pouch in the front um, or in the sling. I, and then we also have a hip carrier in which he just sits on the hip mainly and is totally free to move. Yeah, I was reading everything on your website about that. And I'm like, holy cow, there's so many different ways to carry a child on a trail. I know, I know. Well, that's the, that's, this is something that I learned and... I'm grateful to backpacking moms for this uh, because I really thought it was only the backpack. Um, and then the hip carrier, for example, I never saw anybody with a hip carrier in the forest because you think it's, first of all, it's not really common. It's, I think it's very common in Asia, uh, but not in Europe or not even in the, in the US, I never saw it. Oh, I've never um, seen that here. And uh, yeah, my husband actually bought it for him because he doesn't have hips, of course. <laughs> And it turns out the baby just loves it. It loves it. It's very lightweight and it can strap on the back of the backpack very easily. And uh, so both my husband can carry him. I can carry him. Uh, he can stand on it as an infant. He would kind of, you know, the first time in which he's trying to stand up. Yeah, we just don't go anywhere without it. It's the best piece of equipment ever. So if the child's on the hip though, do you find yourself switching the side a lot? Because if it's just on one hip, all the weight is on one side. So, okay, the, uh, the name is the hip carrier, I think. We actually could, but my husband puts it in the front. So just in front of his belly. Um, so this is, and, and the baby sits on it. Um, yeah, so you don't actually have it on the hip. You can still have the, the strap of the backpack around your hips. And then you just go kind of um, 
put this uh, hip carrier in the front through the straps of the backpack. Yeah, I should probably put a picture so you can imagine. <laughs> Trying to imagine. It looks very funny. It looks extremely funny, but it works. <laughs> so the hip carrier. So that's like one item that you always bring on your hikes with your kids. Definitely that one. And then I have a second favorite, which is a, a push forward dragon. So this is a little wooden dragon attached to the end of a stick. The baby holds the other hand and just push the dragon in front of him. So it's just a little toy. It's like a pull along toy. Just like this one, it's forward. And also my baby loves it. And he just holds it and walks around with this dragon in front of him. And he just goes four kilometers. Seriously, it just, he can walk up a mountain without even noticing, which is great for two reasons. One, you don't have to carry him. And second, it really has, a, I think my son has this feeling of achievement that he hasn't been carried the whole way, but he also did his own way. So also his extra weight is something you wouldn't think when you are packing, you know, a, a backpack, you want to be as light as possible, especially with a child. But that push along, oh, totally worth the weight, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just a little, yeah, it's, it's little motivation. Kids yeah. totally need that. Push the dragon up the mountain. Oh, that's great. That's great. It is great. That's my tip. How about you, Stephanie? You, you were, you were talking about uh, carrying and uh, I was just thinking, yeah, um, I am very happy when I don't have to, to carry anymore. So I, I, my favorite um, thing what I always have with me is, um, is the lambskin. Uh, actually, I think Barbara inspired me in, in, in Sardinia. And I had one in, at home. So I was thinking, okay, just take it with me. And I, I just experienced it's the most usual um, important thing for me because when uh, we make breaks I you have to use this time to just put all the weight off and so where do you put the baby huh? uh, the the ground could be wet there are stones it's not comfortable it's cold um, so lambskin is perfect you put it on the on the on the on the ground and you can put the baby on it and the baby is very happy because he's not. He, you, you change the, the the position of the baby because this is also something very important. Um, Barbara told you about all these different kind of possibilities to carry baby, and um, and so the, the 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 position to to change the position is very diff, uh, important, and uh, this is why we also put the the baby uh, on the ground. Um, to have a break for you and for the baby and of course to to change the the nappy is very important and it's very useful they also can move on it and it's it's always a good temperature and and um, yes this is really really easy so I would say always take it with you yeah that sounds like something that would be extremely helpful yeah. and it's probably very lightweight too, just a simple little, it's like a 
changing pad essentially yeah yeah you you can roll i i i don't know how to say roll it, it. yeah roll it and put it uh, attach it on the uh, behind on on the backpack so you don't have to put it inside on the uh, in the the backpack but you can put it attach it separately outside so you don't lose space in the in your backpack yeah it's easy and convenient and uh you were also talking about uh this um dragon so take toys with you or maybe a book or, or something with the, the the babies and also uh my uh, biggest one when he was about two years old it was useful to have something they can look for or, or, or play with when they are carried huh? and um <laughs> uh i always took something like um uh, not a rope something li more little to attach the ties very important because they lose all the time the 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 the, the, the things and when they lose it you can imagine to have the backpack the kid on it and just to to to, to catch the things on the ground you know uh, with barbara we call this the the how do you, do you say giraffe the giraffe movement <laughs> because you have to to put your feet on the side you know can you imagine a giraffe drinking water how she has to open the legs and you know move slowly slowly to reach the ground oh, oh sure with a kid on you so you yeah. you're holding a baby and you have to pick up something on the floor and you're like oh so you start opening your legs and you know trying on one knee and the other and it just takes a while and you don't want to put the backpack down because the baby's happy right now. Yeah, no. So if you change something, the baby may also change his decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You got to keep going when the baby's happy. Exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baby decides always when you, you, you take your breaks. Yeah. As long as the baby sleeps, as long as it's happy, you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and did you find that to be a really challenging adaptation at first when you both became moms like having to work having to hike on a baby's schedule um yeah well this is something funny I, the, the most challenging thing you can imagine i'm thinking about my first hike um, and we start hiking and i'm holding the baby in the front in the front carrier and you imagine you just gave birth it's very hard uh, to hold the pee and the baby just falls asleep you're like oh god i have to pee and, this, and that's like the worst moment in in the world you're like what do i do do i wake up the baby it's like <laughs> that's panic and uh, i actually found a friend of mine gave it to me as a as a joke but it's a good idea it's kind of a it's called urination device and it's something that a woman can use to pee as a man. It's on the website. You oh, yeah, have it's a, like a pickup, right? It's like a pickup. Yeah, yeah. That, that, as soon as you give birth, if you want to go hiking, you should carry that. Because, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of these. I've heard of a brand called the Go Girl. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are different brands out there. There is just use ones and recyclable. Um, but these are the little things in which we are happy to talk in backpacking months because these are not the things that you usually think when you go backpacking, but man, they make a difference. 
<laughs> really make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think of that because I yeah, yeah I've heard about those, but right now I'm like I don't need that. I can squat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not with a baby. Now I'm holding a baby, and not after giving birth. <laughs> I guess this is why it's called backpacking moms. We talk about a lot about things related to women issues too. <laughs> yeah, well, I just think that's so helpful, the things that you guys are sharing with women and with the world that a lot of people don't think of when they first go out to hike with their little ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and really, we, we are not experts. Like, we are learning on the way, and we are so happy to hear from other women and you know, they may have found these amazing ideas that we didn't think about. And it's like, please share with us. Let's build a community in which we are going to become so strong because we are learning from each other. Yeah, that's one thing I loved about your website, too, that you said, like, please reach out to us. We're, we're not experts. We're learning every single day. And the best way to learn is from one another. Exactly. So it's very open-ended. And I loved that about the website too. (laughs) Thank you. So let's talk about a favorite place to hike in your country. So Barbara, you are, you're currently in Italy, but you live in Germany. Is that correct? Uh, No, I'm currently in Germany, uh, but I try (laughs) to go to Italy every time I can. (laughs) So your home base is Italy. My home is in Germany, but my heart is in Italy. Okay. So my husband works in Germany. I was working in Germany until not long ago. Um, but every time we have an opportunity, it's a six hours drive. Then um, I used to live in Italy before I got married. So I go back to my house uh, in the Italian Alps, it's where my heart is. I just love it. <laughs> so where's a favorite place that you've hiked? in the Italian Alps? Um, the Dolomites, definitely. So the, the region where I live is called Trentino. Um, in Trentino Alto Adige, there are these groups of mountains that are called Dolomites. They were formed during the Jurassic periods and they are ancient coral reef. And they're very spectacular because um, they look kind of yellowish. They're imagine just rocks, just peaks, cathedral that go up in the sky. Um, and they have this mineral inside and they change color during the day. So at sunrise and sunset, they're just bright orange and red. Um, at night, they're very pale and gray. And yeah, every time I can, I just go and hike there and then I spend the night in the mountains. Um, so in Italy, the local Alpine club uh, is called SAT. They manage hats, served hats which means that they give you dinner, you can uh, drink, uh, you can uh, spend the night there. Usually it's in big dormitories, but sometimes you also have private rooms, which is very handy um, when you hike with a baby because you know you don't have to carry the food. The food is anyway amazing. <laughs> so you want to eat there and plus you get uh, a comfortable bed to spend the night. So th- that's where I go every time I can. That place sounds magical. And yeah, I've, I've heard of these huts in the Alps. A while ago on this podcast, we interviewed a couple that was living in France and they were backpacking 
in the Alps and had talked about those little huts. Their thing was they're they're vegan, so eating eating the food that the huts made, they couldn't always eat the food because they were vegan. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's actually curious because so um, my son he has an intolerance to lactose and eggs, so my son is technically vegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am too because I'm still breastfeeding, so I cannot have any of the two either. Um, but I have to say, nowadays uh, you can you can find you can find some food. Not much, maybe just fries or you know potatoes, uh, simple stuff. But um, a, lo- a lot of uh, rifugio start serving some vegan options. Not a lot, but you you hike for the mountains. I think uh, not not just for the the food. Yeah. Although if you if you eat everything, that's the best anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the food keeps you motivated to keep going. No. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Um, on the website in Backpacking Moms, we are also there is a section called Explore, and um, we are adding there all the location of these hats um, or other important local information that you want to look at if you go hiking. And uh, we, we thought a mom doesn't have a lot of time. And believe me, when you are planning an expedition, you don't want to spend five hours to find a place to sleep. And so while I search for myself, I find a good website that I need to plan that hike in that place, then I share that link. So hopefully I will have other mothers too that uh, they find good website with a good location to go hiking or good web GIS. If they want to share that information as well, that's wonderful because then we will have a platform where if you want to organize a hack in a few minutes, you, you find the information you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. There was a while ago, there was a woman we interviewed who created a great tool for planning hikes. I think it's just hikes here in the US though. I don't think they're worldwide but I'll have to take a look at that link and possibly send it to you. I would love that, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah, yeah, and she was she was originally from Lithuania. She was a, fun, <laughs> right. a very fun person to interview. And Stephanie, how about you? Where's a favorite place that you've hiked? Uh, I would say in front of the door. <laughs> I'm always happy when I don't have to take the car too, too long because, uh, uh, my youngest boy doesn't like to to car drive, so um, no. Uh, actually, I, I love the mountains here because I, I have all my my memories here, and also so it's it's quite the same of uh, mountain formation as uh, Barbara told you. So I have the Dolomites, but on the other side. <laughs> Um, and what I, I love is, is the changing la- landscape. You, you have a lot of different uh, environmental, um, uh, how do you say, uh, ecosystem. First of the hike, you are in the forest, so you have uh, all this raspberry to eat and so on. And then you can come in, in, uh, in a part where there are a lot of rocks, uh, we have also uh, a lot of um, 
animals in the mountains, so the cows uh, in the mountains eating during during summer. Um, so you have a lot of change. You have also a lot of water. Actually, my my, my uh, oldest son loves water. So everywhere where water we can stay, you can be sure you have to make a break because he wants to throw stones in the water. He wants to touch to to go in. Uh, <laughs> So I, I, I love uh, to have a lot of, of, um, of change during the hike because it's much more easier to keep the, the motivation of the kids. So that's why I, I love these mountains here. They are not that high, but very you have a lot of change. Yeah. And of course, the, uh, as uh, um, Barbara told you, uh, we have a geological specialty that you have a lot of fossils yes Fossi? fossils so you can fossils you can say okay let's check for fossils um yeah and a lot of story of course because of the uh, first uh, world war it's a and it's a little bit little bit sad but you have a lot of things to see still in the mountains so you have a lot of story also I think now they are too young to understand, but it's funny to go in these uh, caves and uh, which were made from from the military. And so yeah, that's these are my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I think when you're hiking in a place with a lot of rich history, it really just gets you thinking about that land and the place and the people that have been there before. And it's so true. All the geological features as they change on the hike, it just it keeps you motivated and keeps it so awesome. Yeah, this is really, really helpful. I would say I would for, for, for families to hack, to have a lot of change. These hats are also a change. You are meeting people, very different people. There are beautiful people in these hats. That's why I say in front of my door, I'm, I'm lucky. <laughs> so yeah, when you say right in front of your door, so it's, really easy to access the trail from where you live yeah it's really uh, easy and it's very well organized also because uh, we have these uh, clubs that are looking for the trail trails also so they are uh, really good uh, you can find the marks uh, they are prepared after winter so you you are quite sure to to be able to to make the hike yeah how convenient yeah that you don't need to get in a car and drive an hour to go there yeah that's fun but i i i, I have to say i'm <laughs> i'm not looking for a camping van because now it's really hard to move uh, uh with the two kids before i was moving by train i was really trying to uh this kind of uh, mobility uh, options but now with two kids, with the baby, it's impossible. And the dog, of course, if I want to take the dog with me. So two kids and one dog. So I'm, I'm looking for the option uh, to, buy, to find a camping van. So I can go a little bit far, um, meet some new new spots. And of course, I hope I, I, I will be able to find some new nice places, maybe if other mothers have good good information uh it would be really nice so these are the plans for the the future <laughs> yes 
find new places and meet new new people. <laughs> yeah, that that would be such an awesome experience to give your kids to be put them in a van and travel by van is such a gift to give your kids. Yeah, I, I, I had uh, your podcast, uh, uh, the hippie and the and the tech. Yeah. I was thinking, oh my God, I want this too. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing people. Yeah. Inspiration for me. I know. They they're so inspiring living in their in their RV and homeschooling and just really embracing that lifestyle. And the whole van van lifestyle and RV lifestyle has really been booming and become very, very popular in the USA in the last handful of years. I don't know how popular that's getting over in Europe. Is that becoming a big thing over there right now? It is here among the climbing community. It's very common. Um, actually, most climbers, we know they have a van and they just travel, they sleep in their van and then they go climbing. So, um, yeah, we are also thinking about getting a van <laughs> also, you know, for your climbing yeah. partner. <laughs> yeah, well, also for me. So the, the, this summer, uh, Stefan and I, we are hoping both to have a van and just go and hit the mountains with the van. Um, it would be easier, you know, to move around, not not to have to plan ahead to find accommodation because um, you can imagine as a very touristic area and um, sometimes it's just impossible to find a place to sleep that is also affordable and when you have three kids along you're it's important <laughs> that you find one because you don't want to sleep in the car with three kids you know you want to have a bed and a van kind of offers a comfort we'll see it will be a, a new adventure yeah it's still uncharted yeah. territory yeah yeah but yeah it's absolutely so much more convenient to do that. Last summer, my husband and I road tripped in our car. It was just our car. We built a bed in the back of the car and it was so convenient just to find open land and go sleep in the car. <laughs> no children, of course, very, very small quarters, small, small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So overall, would you say like outdoor recreation for you, Barbara, is it pretty easy? It sounds like it's really easy to access where you are as well. Uh, here in Germany is amazing. It's, it is really. So we, we live in a very green area. It's called Frankenjura. Um, it's very famous for climbing too, uh, but there are amazing hikes. Uh, it's very green and natural. I, I cannot complain. It's beautiful. Um, I just miss the view of the mountains. I think once the mountains enter into your heart, it's hard to give up. But it's beautiful here, and I can just live from home too. I have a great forest behind our house, so we are lucky. Yeah. And and it's important for me also that um, that that my baby likes being outdoor, and <laughs> I have to say, it I succeed on that. It's very easy. Um, I was thinking about challenges, right? There was um, a question that was, any surprise that we discovered backpacking with children? And uh, the, the surprise that I had was oh, it's so much easier to go backpacking with your child than to stay the whole day at home with your child. <laughs> so, so really, I, I think it's nice that we can go outside anytime and find nature. 
That is very surprising because people think of this backpacking trip and they think, oh my gosh, you need to get all this stuff and put it in your pack and then bring it with you and find the trail. And so many people have this mentality that by the time you pack everything at home, that's already worn you out and made you exhausted. Um, it is true when you start because you don't know what to take. And uh, I think this is other thing that we can offer with Backpacking Moms. We made a, a list of things to take and then you just prepare the backpack the night before and you know exactly, okay, the baby wakes up, you change the diaper, you change the baby, give him food and go, go for your backpack. Don't have a second thought because in the second thought, he can get distracted with something else. And, but if you, if you plan, you know exactly where you want to go. At, this is all you want to know. You, you want to know where you want to park your car and when you want to start hiking. And you want to have your backpack ready. And then from the parking lot, you don't know where you get. Maybe you only, only do 10 meters because your baby has another plan. <laughs> he just wants to play with the rocks that he finds in the parking lot. I don't know. <laughs> but you're ready to go. And, and that's the important thing. And eventually you'll make it. And how about, this is an interesting question, how about changing the diaper out there? Do you guys bury, because a lot of the times when humans poop out there, we bury the poop in the ground. <laughs> Do you bury the poop from the diaper in the ground? No, 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 no. Everything we take in is take out. It's absolutely yeah. leaving no trace. Uh, we, we believe strongly into that. Uh, so yeah, we just pack our diapers and then we take it back. When you guys like poop out there, you're not carrying your poop back, correct? You dig like a big hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, okay. for us, yes. But for the baby, you cannot leave the, the poo there. Okay. No. no. Oh, oh, you will see. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> there is no way you can leave your baby's poo away from the diapers <laughs> it's stuck on there <laughs> it's yeah 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 <laughs> you're gonna have a big laugh the first time you see the, your baby's poo in the diaper and you're gonna think about us <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean of course leave no trace but then you think about this diaper that now weighs it's all this extra weight a used yeah. diaper weighs a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it weighs. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. It's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, you have to take it. And it smells. You, you, <laughs> that's the worst part, it smells. Yeah. But you should take Ziploc bags and just, just seal it out and then put it somewhere in your backpack where you know you don't have to take it out anymore and away from the sleeping bag too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah keep that smell deep deep away yeah although I have to say I I was reading around and um, there are a lot of moms they go hiking for more days that they have the washable diapers yeah um, although I found that a little bit trickier I think you to use those you have to plan much ahead if you're able to find water to clean the diapers and also you don't want to pollute a, spr a spring so yeah, um, I haven't been that confident yet to understand how, how to use it on the trail. Uh, yeah, 
we would be happy to have some some yeah some experience that, that would be great to know yeah <laughs> to read about that or to listen about that yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. easy to use uh washable diapers at home because you know you just change the baby and then you put everything in the laundry uh, but when going hiking i prefer using um yeah i'm sorry they're not recyclable yeah. um but also they keep the baby drier and more comfortable and maybe I, I'm, I'm interesting also uh, interested about uh, how moms are hiking with babies when they are not with uh, bre breastfeeding, because I don't, I, I never use the um, butters, make uh, to prepare the butters. You have to, 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 to make the the milk warm. So I don't know if if it's possible to hike when you can't uh, breastfeed. If there are some other listening to this podcast, <laughs> that would be interesting. Because Stephanie, you're saying that you you never bring bottles; you're only breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah. The, this is perfect. If you if you plan to travel and to hike, breastfeeding one hundred percent easy. It's not always easy and sometimes painful, but but it it is worth. Definitely. I actually, I saw some um, Instagram profile. There are women out there. They bring everything that they need outside. So you can breastfeed. You can um, feed with a bottle. You, there is tube feeding, which I didn't know it exists, but sometimes the baby cannot feed by himself and you need to use a tube. Uh, but it's this is what I love of Instagram. We just joined because we decided to do the backpacking. Mom says like, okay, let's have an Instagram account. And I'm connecting with all these women from Instagram that are just amazing. They go out hiking with babies, uh, tube feeding. So they have all this extra device. It's amazing that the world is full with, I, I would say, heroes. Really, these moms are heroes. I would love to hear from them. I would love to learn from them. And uh, and those mom out there that they think they are not heroes, I think they're wrong. That they, they can be heroes. So just listen to other moms, see what they did, and just find a way to do it yourself. It should be possible. Hiking should be possible for everybody. And a motherhood doesn't have to be a sacrifice. Um, you love to adapt for sure, but uh, it, it's beautiful when you can share your passion with you love mm. yeah and you know I think that's such a strong message for people to hear especially first-time moms when they're going through all of these emotional changes and life changes and all of a sudden needing to bring a kiddo a baby out on the trail with them the message that you guys are sending is really empowering and really helpful for people to hear yeah. so thank you for what you're doing Sure. I, I would like to add, um, on the first hike that I had with my son, he was one month old and I was terrified because all the time I was thinking, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Is it too cold? Is it too hot? It's going to rain. What do I do? You know? Um, and we went on a very easy hike. Um, we, we even met nuns, totally dressed, you know, in black and white. It was a very, very easy hike. But it was in a beautiful place in the Dolomites. And uh, the next morning when I woke up there in the, in the Rifugio, I just felt so empowered. It was really the best day of my life. It was me and my baby 
up in the mountains. We did that together. We enjoyed it together. And that was when I really click into my brain. It's like, yes, I can do that. It's going to be great. Before that, I always had this doubt, you know, you have this new creature in your hands and you, you don't know how it works, you know. <laughs> you have hormonal change, of course. You are, um, maybe you have to heal physically as well after giving birth. So it's very empowering. The first hike with your baby is just, it's caring. You've made doubt you can do it, but then it's going to be an incredibly empowering experience. Yeah. And that's so cool to have that like moment of, yes, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. This is where I should be. Yeah. And what about you, Stephanie? Do you have a moment that you were hiking with your baby where you were like, yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember the moment when I said, okay, I made it, but I remember these little moments when I look in the, in the eyes of my, my child and I knew we are now sharing something very special, just both of us, you know? And I, I really could feel how uh, the posi positive effect on, on the child, because this was my, the, the most important for me, is that my child is feeling good and that he enjoyed. Because I, I, I don't go hiking with my kid because I, yes, of course, I love hiking. But I don't want to make something with my kid when I know he won't like that, you know? So I, I, I'm not an egoist. <laughs> Maybe some people can, can think like that, I think. But yes, this look in the eyes, and I, I know we have shared now a special moment that no one is going to be able to take away. Yeah, this is a very personal moment. So yeah, I think this is this is the moment when I can say, okay, I succeed in my hiking. Yeah, that's like a really strong, empowering message as well. Because when a child is that young, the only way that they can connect to a mother or a parent is through eye contact and physical contact. They're not talking to you, but what you're saying is they're just they're showing you through their emotions that they're content and they love what where you're bringing them. They love the environment. And as a mother, you are the only one that can understand this and read this. No one is able to, to tell you if your child is happy or not. So yeah, just keep strong, keep naturally, naturally and keep real. This is real life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that either of you want to add that we haven't talked about? We've talked about so many strong messages and I've really loved hearing your opinions and input and perspective. Yeah, I, I would add something. Uh, I, I'm going to be emotional now, not, but I, I wanted to say I'm really, really thankful to, to have the possibility to share this experience with Barbara or to have started this project because uh, it's, it saved my life, I think. She's the only one who first un could understand me. And, and she's also expressing my feelings with kind of words. She's a perfect tailor, you know? <laughs> she, she just, uh, I think something, but I'm not able to tell it as she do. do on, and I'm so happy to have her in, on my side. Thank you, Steffi. <laughs> 
Well, I, I have to, to say this. I, I told Stephanie already, but um, I, as I said, I grew up in Rome. I thought mothers and kids belong to the house. And um, when Stephanie had their baby, the baby was five months old. We, we, we talk on the phone and we we're like, let's go to the mountain. And I was thinking, oh, but you have a baby. Your baby's five months old. Oh, this is my my son arriving. Oh yes, <laughs> I can right hear. Ciao, amore. Sorry, I take my son. Sorry. So I was saying, we, we had a phone call when Stephanie had the baby, and the baby was five months old, and she told me, "Let's go hiking." And in my mentality, you know, as a woman, a, a girl growing up in Rome, I was like, "Stephanie, you have a baby. You cannot go hiking in the mountain. It's not possible. You should stay in the." In the house and she was really the first one that kind of opened my eyes and that she showed me a different way to to be which was totally fine we had an amazing two days hike in the alps the baby was super happy all the time for me that was really a eye-opening experience and i really realized okay if one day i'm gonna have a baby i can do that too so yeah so thank you stephanie for taking me on the hike <laughs> oh Mm -hmm. I love that you two are just you've just like really empowered each other that's so beautiful how strong of a connection each of you and has had on each other and you've really impacted one another this is so cool to hear yes we we hope we 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 could impact you for your future hopefully you you already have (laughs) really then we're happy three of us (laughs) You already have impacted me totally. So you just joined the community. (laughs) And you guys are making me want to travel back to Europe again so bad. (laughs) Oh, please write. Please write. Yes. We go somewhere together. We are always up for adventure. So. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. I'd love to go back there. Um, How can people get in touch with you guys? So we, we have different platform where we are active. So on Facebook, I think Facebook, we, you can have a, uh, we can have a great discussion on it. Uh, Instagram, of course, with pictures, it's easier to, to get the first contact. And otherwise, we have the, the, the website where you also can find our email. And if you have really... Uh, um, special questions or requests or you want to share something uh, directly you can send us an email so we we will be setting up a newsletter soon and um, we will just update uh, with everything that is coming new maybe every two weeks Um, so you can uh, find our email on the website the backpackingmoms.com spelled with the o um, also, you can join the Facebook group, which is closed. So you need to ask um, for a request to join. And you can just follow us on Instagram on Backpacking Moms as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been awesome to have you guys on. It has been our pleasure. Really. And please keep in touch. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely will. I'm going to go join your Facebook group right now. <laughs> cool. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Ciao, ladies. Then thank you for everything. Ciao. 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 
So I'm not sure if you guys picked up on the news we shared in this episode or not, but that news is that I am pregnant. Woo! Yay! We are expecting a baby this coming September, so we're kind of trying to get our minds thinking about what hiking is going to be like with a baby, and talking to backpacking moms was really inspiring and motivating, and just a reminder that we can still live this lifestyle and passion when we begin a family. I think a lot of people, kind of like I talked about with Stephanie and Barbara, um, kind of lose who they are and forget what their passions are when kids come into the world, but that doesn't have to be the case. Well, and even when we got married a few years ago, it was something that we've always thought about, you know, starting a family, and we thought about, you know, how that might impact what we like to do, our hobbies, and just who we are as people, and I think this all started not just now, but way back then too when we got married just exploring how people adapt their lives after they have children and how we can still incorporate hiking and camping and our love for the outdoors with young children and I think that this episode was a very good reassurance to us that you know it is still possible to do those things that you love and to get outside and get on the trail it's going to change a little bit it's going to be a little bit different than we're used to but it's going to be great still yeah and going with being different um one thing i think andy might struggle with is just adjusting to the pace that we're gonna have to go that was definitely like something stephanie and barbara were talking about the pace that you're gonna have to go at with a kid. And when we talked to Jody way back in the fall, she was another guest we had. She talked about how she had to adjust her hiking pace when she started bringing a child on the trail. And it's very true. I think we're definitely going to have to think about that. Yeah, if you want to go check out that episode that we did a while back with Jody, it's episode 16. And Jody talks about how her, her hiking and outdoor lifestyle changed and adapted and that's a a big thing that Barbara said in this episode too was it's not so much it that it has to quit or it's just a you have to adapt to hiking with a child. And I think that's really symbolic of what hiking through life is about and the meaning behind hiking through life. We created hiking through life because it's kind of a guide for us to navigate life and all the changes that come our way. And having a new new addition to our family is a huge change, and we're going to hike through that change at the pace it comes. Well, and hiking through life is symbolic of what you encounter on the trail, too. You make changes as your hike progresses. You know, you can plan... You can plan everything out in detail as much as you can. You can spend hours and hours planning your hike. However things during the hike pop up that are unforeseen. The weather changes. Maybe you roll your ankle and can't do as many miles as you planned. And all of these different factors that that come into play. And that's, that's kind of how life is too. And that's what hiking through life kind of symbolizes is making those adjustments, adapting to 
the environment around you as life progresses. And one of those things, a big thing for us right now, is our first child. So that's going to be a huge adjustment. And just working through those adjustments as first-time parents. And it's great that there are resources like Backpacking Moms out there where we can learn from each other. So if you want to go join their group on Facebook, it's Backpacking Moms, and we'll have a link to that in the description of this episode. You can also head over and check out their website, backpackingmoms.com. That will also be linked in the show notes of this episode. And I encourage you to leave this episode thinking, what ways are you hiking through life and making adjustments? Thanks for listening. We love sharing these stories with you through the Hiking Through Life podcast, and we're so grateful that you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to support the Hiking Through Life podcast further, we have these amazing new t-shirts and water bottles. The t-shirts come in four colors, and the water bottles are perfect for trails, adventuring, or daily use. Consider checking them out at hikingthroughlife.net slash shop. Use the code podcast and receive 10% off your first order. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.